selling, well, or buying a home? Call the Wibbenmeyer team at Remax Best Choice today, 636-524-6118 or 573-218-3310. That's the Wibbenmeyer team at Remax Best Choice. Big deals. One, two, three. Oh, hi, Jenny here. Just counting all the dollars I saved at my local Big Deals online store. What? You haven't saved yet? Get on it. You'll love the great selection of gift certificates at discount prices. They make great gifts, too. And you can shop right from your phone. Nothing satisfies like counting all those savings. Now let me get back to it. Six, seven, eight. Go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com and click on the Big Deals logo for instant savings. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Good morning to you. It's great to have you with us. Thank you for tuning in here. Ah, I've got to get some chocolate pudding up here. What? Chocolate pudding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's National Chocolate Milk Day, so... I don't have any chocolate milk at work, but my wife made some chocolate pudding last night, put a little bit in a plastic container for me, and I actually have it downstairs. So in a little while, it's going to be, hmm, that nice fizzy yellow sodi and some chocolate pudding, I think. Now, I've already had breakfast. That was healthy, healthier than chocolate pudding. Yeah, it was wheat bread, toast, with... Welch's grape jelly on it. Yeah, slap some of that on there. I like that squirt jar, you know. You squirt it on there and all that good stuff. Anyway, I hope you're having a great morning. Seven minutes after 8 o'clock. And it's just such a... I, I don't know if my boss is aware. It's National Morning Show Host Day. <laughs> I, uh, should I let him know? Nah, it's not going to matter. Um, anyway, weird things, weird stories to cover today. The new iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max have only been on the market for a few days. This is kind of weird. Some are already having a few issues, some issues there. One problem is that it can overheat to a high temperature after normal use. One user showed his phone heating up to more than 100 degrees. Uh, is that normal? I don't know how much phones really heat up. I don't feel mine heating up too much. Sometimes when I'm playing a really heated shooting game on there, or maybe after I've had it charging overnight, it might be a little warm in a certain spot. But really heating up? I don't know. Others say they can crack the titanium frame in their bare hands. Why, why would you know that? Did you pick it up and say, It's titanium. Watch. It won't crack. And... <laughs> How would you find that out? I'm curious. Apple says updating your software should solve <coughs> some of the problems. Uh, some of the problems. Yeah. Okay. And uh, did you know that fast fashion is killing the environment? Well, another reason to feel bad about buying that cheap dress from, is it Shane or Shine? I don't know. Anyway, clothing that is cheap and disposable 
is ending up in landfills, seeping into the water supply and polluting the air with carbon. The folks at Penn State found a new business model of customized clothing is the answer. Oh, of course. It means people will repair the clothes rather than throw them away. It also makes business sense because it costs a bit more. I just have one thing to say about that. We've come full circle, right? You had clothes that sometimes or many times in the past would be sewn together by family members. They would be made. I had clothes made by my aunt when I was a little boy. A great Superman costume. A fantastic, full-size, real, adult Dracula cape. Now, whose aunt sews all that stuff together? Not many anymore, but they did a long time ago. And now, what the, what the university people at Penn State are finding and telling us is that, uh, well, just repair your clothes. That's what we did before all the technology anyway. So, you know, sometimes you have to go through a lot of that great technology to find out that the best way to do it in the quickest way is kind of sometimes the old way. What an observation. So, um, I would watch the disposable clothing. <laughs> I don't think I... I'm trying to think. Did I ever have any disposable clothing? Besides the edible part, I, <clears throat> it also makes business sense there. Like we said, it costs a bit more. Uh, we can move on now and tell you that news is next here at KFMO. Kevin Ball's Auto Body, the most recommended in the parkland. The definition of recommended is to be worthy of trust, and they don't take that lightly. They treat your vehicle like it's their own. Your neighbors, your family, and your friends are now satisfied customers because you recommended them. When you need collision repair, don't just take it anywhere. Take it to Kevin Ball's Auto Body in Park Hills, the most recommended. Because your car hasn't looked this new since it was new. Kevin Ball's Auto Body, the most recommended by far. On campus, off campus, before your 9 a.m. class or after the after party. Wherever you go to college, First State Community Bank will be there. Access your student account anywhere with mobile and online features. And this summer, when you use your First State Community Bank debit MasterCard, you'll be entered to win $1,000. One winner will be drawn weekly, and you could win multiple times. You swipe, you win with First State Community Bank. Must be 18 to win. Contest available to new and current student checking members. Visit fscb.com for details. Member FDIC. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, September 27th. The time, 11 minutes after 8 o'clock. In this newscast, we're going to hear about improvements to Highway 32 at the intersection with Interstate 55 in St. Genevieve County. What's going on? We'll tell you. The new fiscal year budget for the city of Farmington contains a number of improvements. We'll tell you where those improvements are going to land. And the Mineral Area Bluegrass Association's Country Gospel Bluegrass Music Festival is coming up October 7th in Leadwood City Park. The president of the association, John Hartley, says they not only have great food, rides for the kids, and other attractions, festival goers will also hear a great group of performers featuring country music star 
Penny Gilly. We're going to be having a Harmon and Rubel Bluegrass Band. Of course, you know, we're going to be having Route 67 back. The Punches family, the Barry Jones family, gospel artist Kim and Kevin Abney. We're going to be having Gary Barlow, gospel singer. The Country Fire Congress is coming back in the West County Concert Choir. And then we got my granddaughter, Peyton Moses. She's going to be opening up for Penny Gilly. Gates to the annual, uh, rather the ninth annual Country Gospel Bluegrass Music Festival open at 10 a.m. They close at 10 p.m. Gate admission is $5 for adults. Kids 12 and under get in free. To find out more, contact John Hartley at 573-218-8257. The new fiscal year budget for the City of Farmington contains a number of park improvements. City Administrator Greg Beavers says they passed the budget at this week's City Council meeting and it's will include not only facility upgrades, but additional recreational walking trails. Trails have been a big issue that folks keep bringing up down through the years, and we've built some trail networks. We've also interconnected a lot of sidewalks around town, but there's still some opportunities to create some recreational trails in Farmington. So uh, all of those things are, are right now churning through the planning process. Beavers explains they've also included improvements at the water park and the Civic Center. The fiscal 2024 operating budget for Farmington stands at about $55 million. Improvements to Highway 32 at the intersection with Interstate 55 in St. Genevieve County are wrapping up. An area engineer with the Missouri Department of Transportation, Chris Crocker, says the job includes widening 32 and adding a turn lane. Currently, the contractor is working on the north side of the bridge or the westbound lane. Uh, they finished up the other lane, and they're they're doing that lane. They're uh, replacing the expansion joints and putting a new barrier wall on the bridge. They expect that that'll take anywhere from three to four weeks to get done. Crocker says once this project is complete, they'll continue to do minor repairs to Highway 32 between Farmington and Interstate 55. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Wednesday, September 27th, and it's 814. Stay tuned for sports with Jared Pettis. And a real quick check of what's going on with the weather shows us that we still have... uh, Mostly cloudy skies, overcast, if you will. There was some light rain this morning, and it looks like, it almost looks like that continues, but it's very light. 64 degrees is the temperature. We have a slight chance of a shower, maybe a thunderstorm, still before 10 a.m. Partly sunny today, a high of 84. Check our website, that's kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pennis on the local side high school volleyball from Tuesday night from the Black Knight Fieldhouse in Farmington. Saw the Knights host the St. Genevieve Dragons and the Knights win it in four sets. 22-25, 25-18, 25-18, 25-18. The match featured 16 total ties and seven lead changes. Farmington lost set one because St. Genevieve rattled off six of the last nine points to take the win after the score was at 19 all late in the first set. In the second set, Farmington used a 6-3 run to wrap up the set after they led by just two points at 18-16 before rattling off five straight en route to the win. Set three featured two ties at the beginning of the set, then four more throughout the middle portions, but again, Farmington used a 5-0 run to separate, opening to a 15-10 lead and would hang on throughout the set. In the fourth set, we were tied through 1-1, 3-3, 4-4, and 5-5 before for, guess what? Another Farmington run at 5-0, gained separation at 10-5, and Farmington would never look back. They didn't trail the rest of the set 
by less than four points at any juncture. After the win, Farmington head coach Haley Baker, what did the win mean for her seniors on senior night? It means a lot. I mean, they obviously want to come out and get a win um, as much as this night means so much to them. And um, especially a big conference win, um, that's really important as well. And just especially against St. Jen, St. Jen, they still kind of have like a little little rough rough spot in the heart for St. Jen because they beat us last (laughs) year. Um, So they they really wanted to get this one. St. Genevieve Dragons head coach Carla Bosler, what can her team take away from the loss? We did uh, collectively play a whole lot better than we did the other night. Um, I thought we did a better job of trying to minimize our errors. Did we still have errors? Yes. But the girls really kind of took it to heart of trying to make sure that they are bettering the ball. And I thought we had really good moments of that tonight. The Knights improved to 14-11 and 1-1 and one and one in conference play. They get a big conference matchup coming up on Thursday at Potosi in a broadcast matchup. Coverage on KFMO Sports Plus starts at 6 o'clock. St. Genevieve falls to 4-12. and 12. They're 0-2 in conference play. They're up against North County on Thursday as well. Once again, the final score from the Black Knight Fieldhouse. Farmington wins it in four sets. 22-25, 25-18, 25-18, 25-18. Volleyball scores on Tuesday. Central's Madison Dunn picks up career dig 1,000 as the Lady Rebels beat the North County Raiders 25-11, 25-18, 25-12. The Potosi Lady Trojans top the Fredericktown Lady Blackcats in five sets, 20 25-25-20, 27-25, 22-25, 15-10. Ava Robart had 32 kills for Potosi and Eden Robart tallied 18. On the small school side, Valley Catholic was at home against Bismarck and the Lady Warriors win at 10-25. 25-19, 25-10-25-22 and Kingston tops Valley Caledonia in five sets 25-22, 25-23 22-25, 21-25 15-11 Valley Caledonia's Carly Lowry picked up career dig 1,000 in the loss as well. On the softball side Neelyville beats North County 11-2 Farmington tops Kelly 12-2 and Fredericktown beats Sykeston in five innings 10-0 Girls Tennis, St. Pius over Farmington 7-2, Potosi does the same with Festa 7-2, and North County beats Dexter at home 8-1. Coming up today on the local side, high school softball on KFMO. St. Pius is at Fredericktown. 4 o'clock pregame for a 4.30 first pitch, barring any rain. Volleyball action, Arcadia Valley is at West County. That was originally scheduled for yesterday, but earlier on in the season, they moved it to today. Perryville plays at North County, and St. Paul is on the road at Richmond Heights. Boys soccer, North County at Cape Central, and Fredericktown host Windsor. And on the girls' tennis side, North County is at home against Potosi and Mac Volleyball. The Lady Cardinals are at West Plains, while the Lady Cardinals on the soccer side host Central Methodist Junior Varsity Squad. We mentioned that Potosi matchup with the Farmington Knights coming up on Thursday on KFMO Sports Plus. Here's Haley Baker again on the magnitude of their game against Potosi Thursday. It's huge. Potosi is a incredibly stellar team this year. Um, they have great hitters. Their defense is phenomenal. Um, they actually already beat us once in the North County Tournament, so we really need to come back in, in a regular season game and, you know, sh- not play them in a tournament and uh, show them, you know, what we can do. What did you learn about Potosi in that game? They're quick. They're quick and they're fast and their hitters are very, very smart. Um, if we give them a free ball, they are going to hit the ball back at us as hard as they can. So, uh, we, you know, our block has to be on and our defense needs to be ready for anything. From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals began a series with the Milwaukee Brewers on Tuesday, trying to play spoilers as the Brewers needed a win to clinch the NL Central. 
Mike Reeves has the recap. Miles Michaelis allowed one run over seven innings to lead the Cardinals to a 4-1 win over the Brewers in Milwaukee. Michaelis walked two and struck out five while improving his record to 8-13. Adrian Hauser gave up four runs in five innings to take the loss. He's now 7-5. Ryan Helsley picked up save number 13. Richie Palacios drove in two. Tommy Edmond hit a solo home run. And Mason Wynn added an RBI for the Redbirds. Carlos Santana drove in the run for Milwaukee. Despite the loss, the Brewers clinched the NL Central when the Cubs lost in Atlanta. I'm Mike Reeves. Mike thanks. Ultimately, the Brewers would clinch the division thanks to a Chicago Cubs loss to the Atlanta Braves last night. Game two of the series is this evening, 545 pregame, 641st pitch on B104.3. It was announced yesterday that Adam Wainwright will no longer pitch for the rest of the season. There are only five games left in the regular season. Adam Wainwright on the decision not to pitch anymore after recording career win 200. I think what actually happened was I won the the last game that I could have won. Um, I can barely advance a ball 60 feet uh, as it is. And I've been trying, you know, been trying to get my arm to a spot where I could where I could try it. Um, and it, and I know a lot of people are, were rooting for me to be done anyways, you know, um, after I won that game. Again, the Cardinals and Brewers tonight from Milwaukee. Coverage on B104.3 starts at 545. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are in New York this Sunday for Sunday Night Football. Coverage on KFMO starts at 6 o'clock with kickoff at 720. The Chiefs and the New York Jets on week four of the NFL season. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers are in action Saturday at Vanderbilt. They're ranked at 23rd in the nation. Eli Drinkwitz on being ranked in the AP Top 25 for the first time this year. Our goal wasn't to be ranked. Our goal is to play for a championship, and this week is to be 1-0. And so, I mean, all that really is just noise to us. You know, we don't get caught up in it either way. NHL, the St. Louis Blues were in action with a preseason game at Enterprise Center on Tuesday. They pick up the winner over the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-2. to They're back in action on Thursday when they're at Chicago against the Blackhawks. 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 puck drop on KFMO. And Major League Soccer, St. Louis City SC is in action on Saturday as well. They play Sporting KC. And coming up on Sunday afternoon, the NASCAR Cup Series continues the round of 12 at Talladega. Super Speedway. It's the Yellowwood 500 and coverage on KFMO begins with pre-race at noon. The green flag waves at 1 o'clock. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Ron's Tire in Farmington should be your first thought for all of your car, truck, RV, home, and farm equipment needs. Ron's Tire also provides a mobile farm service, so when you're in need of tires of any type, you can trust Ron's Tire in Farmington for dependable professional service. Owners Eric and Cody Giesing look forward to serving many new satisfied customers, or should we say friends? Ron's Tire Center, Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Free brewed coffee. Yeah, that's right. Bart Vandeman here from Scooter's Coffee in Farmington. For the month of September, we are giving away free hot brewed coffee any size all month long. Do you get tired of waiting in a slow line for coffee? 
hop on over to our amazingly fast drive through at Scooter's Coffee and try out our world's finest blends of coffee. Free for the entire month of September, there's just something special about Scooter's Coffee. R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC is the place to go for anything needed to repair your mobile home. From doors, windows, and plumbing, to skirting, roof coating, and so much more, R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC has what you need. Visit them today in Valley Mines at Highway 67 and Y, or call R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC at 636-937-9898. That's 636-937-9898. Here at KFMO, we're going to visit with Laura Laramore in just a few moments and you may be saying who's Laura Laramore well she's connected to the walk to end Alzheimer's which is coming up this weekend so be sure to stay tuned get some more information maybe you can be a part of the walk too it's all next on KFMO Lawast North America a proud member of St. Genevieve stands with the Valley Catholic Warriors football team on their journey to greatness as you step onto the gridiron know that Lawast North America is by your side cheering for your triumphs Lawas North America, your steadfast supporters on and off the field. Here's to the Valley Catholic Warriors football team seizing success this season. Let's go Warriors from Lawas North America in St. Genevieve. Are you trying to replace old drywall? Maybe you just want to repaint your living room. Whole Camp Do-It Center in Bonterre has everything you need under one roof. Since 1949, homeowners and independent contractors have found everything they need at Whole Camp Do-It Center. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 5 and Saturday from 8 until noon. For painting, plumbing, and home improvement needs, do it best and put over 60 years of experience to work for you at Whole Camp Do-It Center on North Division Street in Bonterre. This is the start from KFMO. It's that little old radio program we have right here for you uh, Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 9. Lots of interviews, lots of excitement, lots of fun, lots of information. And we have more of that for you right now. It's a special report on the walk to end Alzheimer's. Now, that walk is coming up real soon. As a matter of fact, uh, I believe we're looking at this weekend. Let's go to the phone lines and clear that all up with Laura Laramore. She's standing by. Good morning, Laura. How are you today? Good morning. Thanks for having us. I'm doing great. Well, it's always uh, always good to get uh, somebody on with a walk to end Alzheimer's. I think you've done this for us uh, maybe last year or year before, but it's so good to have you back so we can talk about how important this big event is. It is. It's, it's a very important event. The Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's is the world's largest event to raise awareness and funds for the Alzheimer's care and support and research programs. So we just want everyone in the community who can to be involved. Now, when and where is the walk taking place? Well, this year the walk is going to be this Saturday, September 30th, at the Columbia Park in Park Hills. We'll have uh, registration starting at 8 o'clock, and then the walk will start at, well, the opening ceremony will start at 9, and the walk right after the opening ceremony. The opening ceremony is... Um, is a very nice event with the Promise Garden, and most people are aware of the Promise Flowers and the different colors that represent um, your association with the organization and the disease. Yes, and this is a disease that's touched just about every family. Unfortunately, yes. 
Um, there are many, many statistics on it, but uh, one in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's or other dementia. And it, it just affects most of us in some way. All families know someone who's affected, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, website right now for the uh, walk coming up. And it's really great. It has some great information. I see so far it looks like 157 participants, 23 teams. The goal is to raise $30,000. And right now it looks like it's about 48% there with 14280 I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, it looks like we have lots of participants this year. Um, our goal that we set for fundraising was at 30000 and I think we're close to half that goal now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been really good for this year. We have lots of organizations who have uh, sponsorships, and they'll be there available with their information. And um, Lots of people from the association will be there with helpful things that they can do to to help just they they association has a 24-hour helpline where you can call always visit alc for information um there it's a wonderful support system it's just to make people aware that you're not living through this alone and boy oh boy i, I think back to some of my relatives who have had this kind of problem, and uh, uh, I was a little boy at the time, but uh, yeah, everybody I think's been touched by this somehow. So, if somebody wants to sign up and become a part of the walk, I guess the best thing to do would be to get details and all of that done at the website. Absolutely, you can go to that alz dot org and a forward slash Farmington, and that will get you to our walk. And there's lots of information there about how to sign up. And uh, you can always reach out to me, Laura Childers Laramore, on Facebook, and I'll be glad to help if I can. Um, There's one more thing I wanted to mention, volunteers. Do you need volunteers for this weekend, or can people volunteer to uh, help in the fight uh, all year long? Absolutely, anytime. We always need volunteers. They're always looking for people to help with the advocacy programs. And um, the morning of the walk, I think we normally have a lot of volunteers from the local high schools, which is wonderful. I like to thank them. But anybody who is interested in volunteering, yes, if you want to just come to the walk, you can register that morning at the walk. You don't have to register online before the walk. Great. That's really convenient, too. And, and one thing that struck me about uh, last year's walk, I, I was there, it, I saw so many people I knew, and I realized, you know, that this has touched so many people, but it really hit home when I was talking to my neighbors and friends, and they had the same problems. Right, and and if you just reach out to your coworkers, your friends, your neighbors, someone's someone's interested, and they'll go with you that morning. If you don't want to come to the walk by yourself, you know, just reach out. There's lots and lots of people who have some interest, and and it's a it's a very touching, emotional morning. The walk, and then. It's fun and light also at the end. Um, we always have, like I said, the, the sponsors who show up with little things. This year I think we have some, some girls who are going to do face painting for the kids and some games set up for the kids. We'll have a snack after the walk, some hot dogs and chips and things. So it'll just be fun. 
Oh, it will. And, you know, there's one more thing I just saw on your website I wanted to just mention real quick is the mobile app. It says right here that you can fundraise on the go by sending emails, monitor your progress, update your page. You can deposit checks. And all you have to do is go to the website we talked about and uh, learn more about the Walk to End Alzheimer's mobile app, too. I didn't know you guys had a mobile app. There is a mobile app, and you can download it for both iPhone and Android. Excellent. Great. Laura, is there anything else we need to know about the walk coming up? Just that we would love to have every one of you. Excellent. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you out there. (laughs) No, that's okay. We'd love for everyone to come out and and reach out to us if you need help in any way because we want to get you uh, connected with the right people who uh, who can offer support and help. Excellent. Laura, thanks for your time today. We really do appreciate you. Thank you very much for having us. All right. We'll talk to you soon. That's Laura Laramore. Now she's with the uh, Walk to End Alzheimer's folks. Remember, that's this weekend, uh, Columbia Park and Park Hills. You can go register at 8 a.m. and be a part of the walk. Opening ceremony, 9 o'clock. Walk by about 9.30. And get the mobile app to uh, end Alzheimer's. That will help as well. Uh, You can be a big help. So remember this weekend. And stay tuned because we have news coming up next in just a moment at KFMO. Barnhouse Supplies in Deloge wishes the North County Raiders the best this week during homecoming. And a special shout-out goes to senior Camille Skaggs, varsity tennis player from Barnhouse Supplies in Deloge. Let's go Raiders! Farmers Insurance, the Dan Chapman Agency, joins in celebrating homecoming with the North County Raiders. Show your blue and gold spirit and take pride in your school. Raiders, there's a triumphant sports season ahead. Play your best and let success be your armor on and off the field. Go Raiders! Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Riverview at the Park offers short-term stay and long-term care rehabilitation. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, including range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics, also memory care. Visit Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve at 1100 Progress Parkway or call 573-883-3500. 833 at KFMO and news is coming up next. Weather is sponsored by Park Hill Chevrolet. Winter is ahead of us and it's time to save and buy on a Chevrolet pickup from Park Hill Chevrolet. Park Hill Chevrolet is your Chevrolet destination in the parkland and you can save up to $7,500 on new Silverados with available financing as low as 0% with approved credit. Park Hill Chevrolet is devoted to helping you. Come meet the team at Park Hill Chevrolet at 1005 East Main Street in Park Hills. Chevrolet, find new roads. Chance of showers and thunderstorms, especially early today. Otherwise, we will be in and out of the clouds or high in the low to mid 80s. Tonight, a few isolated showers and storms and overnight low in the low 60s. Thursday, sunny skies or high right around 85. And then Friday, back to sunshine or high into the upper 80s. Saturday, lots of sunshine or high on Saturday into the upper 80s. From the Parkland's 24-Hour Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, September 27th. 834 is the time in our newscast. We're going to hear about Odal Media Group partnering with the St. Francis County Rotary Club. We presented them a check recently from some of the fundraisers held this summer. 
And also, uh, changes are now in place for certain background checks in our state. It has to do with Senate Bill 40. We'll get a special report from Senate News reporter Dean Morgan. And a special glow-in-the-dark pickleball tournament is going to be presented by the Park Hills Ledington Chamber of Commerce. The executive director of the chamber, Tammy Coleman, says they're looking forward to this new event for the group. We're doing a GLOW pickleball tournament at Mm. Central Elementary. Um, This is going to be a chamber event. This is going to be a fun community event, not not necessarily a competition, but it's going to be glow in the dark, and it's going to be so cool. According to Coleman, the tournament is set for Saturday, November 4th. Your skill level doesn't matter. The event will be held at the Central Elementary Gymnasium located at 900 St. Francis Street in Park Hills. All participants get a commemorative t-shirt and a rubber bracelet. You can find more information on sponsorships and signing up to play in the tournament at the Park Hills Lettington Facebook page, the Chamber Facebook page, or call 573-431-1051. St. Francis County Rotary Club officials are partnering with Odell Media Group, KFMO B104 Radio, raising funds for local charities. Two annual fundraisers were hosted this past summer by our radio stations. The first at the Farmington Water Park and B104 Night at the Ballpark. The second night at the Farmington Water Park took place July 25th. That's where we choose a local charity or an organization and give 100% of the proceeds made that night to that group. B-104 Night at the Ballpark took place August 18th at the St. Louis Cardinals Bush Stadium in St. Louis. The Water Park event and B-104 Night at the Ballpark were able to help raise over $5,000 for the St. Francis County Rotary Club. A check presentation from Odell Media to the St. Francis County Rotary Group was held recently. Changes are now in place for certain background checks in our state after Missouri Senate Bill 40 took effect August 28th. It's now law. Senate News reporter Dean Morgan has more. Changes are now in place for certain background checks in our state. Senate Bill 40 modifies provisions relating to background checks. Senator Holly Thompson Raider of Scott City is the sponsor. And he said, and we want that. We want people to be able to get their welding certificate as adults, and we're okay with them being in blended classrooms. Senate Bill 40 relates more specifically to adults who take courses in classrooms where minors may also be. Senator Tracy McCreary of St. Louis County says she was able to add to this measure. That would allow for homeless youth to have a free photo ID. So I think those are just things that we can do to help those in our communities that are vulnerable. Senate Bill 40 took effect on August 28th. Missouri senators are looking toward the next regular legislative session. They have been able to pre-file legislation for 2024 since July 1st. Pre-filed measures will start to receive their official bill numbers on December 1st. Reporting from the state capitol, I'm Dean Morgan. Thanks, Dean. We appreciate it. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Wednesday, September 27th, 837. Time now for sports with Jared Pettis. Remember to check the website too, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pennis on the local side high school volleyball from Tuesday night from the Black Knight Fieldhouse in Farmington. So the Knights host the St. Genevieve Dragons and the Knights win it in four sets, 22-25, 25-18, 25-18, 25-18. The match featured 16 total ties and seven lead changes. Farmington lost set one because St. Genevieve rattled off six of the last nine points to take the win 
win after the score was at 19-all late in the first set. In the second set, Farmington used a 6-3 run to wrap up the set after they led by just two points at 18-16 before rattling off five straight en route to the win. Set three featured two ties at the beginning of the set, then four more throughout the middle portions. But again, Farmington used a 5-0 run to separate, opening to a 15-10 lead and would hang on throughout the set. In the fourth set, we were tied through 1-1, 3-3, 4-4, and 5-5 before, guess what, another Farmington run at 5-0, gained separation at 10-5, and Farmington would never look back. They didn't trail the rest of the set by less than four points at any juncture. After the win, Farmington head coach Haley Baker, what did the win mean for her seniors on senior night? It means a lot. I mean, they obviously want to come out and get a win um, as much as it, it, this night means so much to them. And um, especially a big conference win, um, that's really important as well. And just especially against St. Jen, St. Jen, they still kind of have like a little a little rough run, little rough spot in the heart for St. Jen because they beat us last <laughs> year. Um, so they, they really wanted to get this one. St. Genevieve Dragons head coach Carla Bosler, what can her team take away from the loss? We did uh, collectively play a whole lot better than we did the other night. Um, I thought we did a better job of trying to minimize our errors. Did we still have errors? Yes. But the girls really kind of took it to heart of trying to make sure that they are bettering the ball. And I thought we had really good moments of that tonight. The Knights improved to 14-11 and 1-1 and one and one in conference play. They get a big conference matchup coming up on Thursday at Potosi in a broadcast matchup. Coverage on KFMO Sports Plus starts at 6 o'clock. St. Genevieve falls to 4-12. and 12. They're 0-2 in conference play. They're up against North County on Thursday as well. Once again, the final score from the Black Knight Fieldhouse. Farmington wins it in four sets. 22-25, 25-18, 25-18, 25-18. Other volleyball scores on Tuesday. Central's Madison Dunn picks up career dig 1,000 as the Lady Rebels beat the North County Raiders 25-11, 25-18, 25-12. The Potosi Lady Trojans top the Fredericktown Lady Blackcats in five sets, 20 25-25-20, 27-25, 22-25, 15-10. Ava Robart had 32 kills for Potosi and Eden Robart tallied 18. On the small school side, Valley Catholic was at home against Bismarck and the Lady Warriors win at 10-20. 25-19, 25-10-25-22 and Kingston tops Valley Caledonia in five sets 25-22, 25-23 22-25, 21-25 15-11 is Carly Lowry picked up career dig 1,000 in the loss as well. On the softball side Neelyville beats North County 11-2 Farmington tops Kelly 12-2 and Fredericktown beats Sykeston in five innings 10-0 Girls Tennis, St. Pius over Farmington 7-2, Potosi does the same with Festa 7-2, and North County beats Dexter at home 8-1. Coming up today on the local side, high school softball on KFMO. St. Pius is at Fredericktown. 4 o'clock pregame for a 4.30 first pitch, barring any rain. Volleyball action, Arcadia Valley is at West County. That was originally scheduled for yesterday, but earlier on in the season, they moved it to today. Perryville plays at North County, and St. Paul is on the road at Richmond Heights. Boys soccer, North County at Cape Central, and Fredericktown hosts Windsor. 
Windsor. And on the girls' tennis side, North County is at home against Potosi and Mac Volleyball. And the Lady Cardinals are at West Plains, while the Lady Cardinals on the soccer side host Central Methodist Junior Varsity Squad. We mentioned that Potosi matchup with the Farmington Knights coming up on Thursday on KFMO Sports Plus. Here's Haley Baker again on the magnitude of their game against Potosi Thursday. It's huge. Potosi is a incredibly stellar team this year. Um, they have great hitters. Their defense is phenomenal. Um, they actually already beat us once in the North County tournament, so we really need to come back in, in a regular season game and you know sh- not play them in a tournament <laughs> and uh, show them you know what we can do. What did you learn about Potosi in that game? They're quick. They're quick and they're fast and their hitters are very, very smart. Um, if we give them a free ball, they are going to hit the ball back at us as hard as they can. So, uh, we, you know, our block has to be on and our defense needs to be ready for anything. From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals began a series with the Milwaukee Brewers on Tuesday, trying to play spoilers as the Brewers needed a win to clinch the NL Central. Mike Reeves has the recap. Miles Michaelis allowed one run over seven innings to lead the Cardinals to a 4-1 to win over the Brewers in Milwaukee. Michaelis walked two and struck out five while improving his record to 8-13. and Adrian Hauser gave up four runs in five innings to take the loss. He's now 7-5. and Ryan Helsley picked up save number 13. Richie Palacios drove in two. Tommy Edmond hit a solo home run. And Mason Wynn added an RBI for the Redbirds. Carlos Santana drove in the run for Milwaukee. Despite the loss, the Brewers clinched the NL Central when the Cubs lost in Atlanta. I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Ultimately, the Brewers would clinch the division thanks to a Chicago Cubs loss to the Atlanta Braves last night. Game two of the series is this evening, 545 pregame, 641st pitch on B104.3. It was announced yesterday that Adam Wainwright will no longer pitch for the rest of the season. There are only five games left in the regular season. Adam Wainwright on the decision not to pitch anymore after recording career win 200. I think what actually happened was I won the the last game that I could have won. Um, I can barely advance a ball 60 feet uh, as it is. And I've been trying, you know, been trying to get my arm to a spot where I could where I could try it. Um, and it, and I know a lot of people are, were rooting for me to be done anyways, you know, um, after I won that game. Again, the Cardinals and Brewers tonight from Milwaukee. Coverage on B104.3 starts at 545. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are in New York this Sunday for Sunday Night Football. Coverage on KFMO starts at 6 o'clock with kickoff at 720. The Chiefs and the New York Jets on week four of the NFL season. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers are in action Saturday at Vanderbilt. They're ranked at 23rd in the nation. Eli Drinkwitz on being ranked in the AP Top 25 for the first time this year. Our goal wasn't to be ranked. Our goal is to play for a championship, and this week is to be 1-0. And so, I mean, all that really is just noise to us. You know, we don't get caught up in it either way. NHL, the St. Louis Blues were in action with a preseason game at Enterprise Center on Tuesday. They pick up the winner over the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-2. They're back in action on Thursday when they're at Chicago against the Blackhawks. 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 puck drop on KFMO. And Major League Soccer, St. Louis City SC is in action on Saturday as well. They play Sporting KC. And coming up on Sunday afternoon, the NASCAR Cup Series continues the round of 12 at Talladega. Super Speedway. It's the Yellowwood 500 and coverage on KFMO begins with pre-race at noon. The green flag waves at 1 o'clock. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Thanks, Jared. We appreciate it. And here's some weather information for you. Right now we have 64 degrees. We're expecting a high of 84 and eventually mostly sunny skies today. We'll have our Potosi School report in just a moment. 
Looking for great quality, great prices, and great customer service? Hi, I'm Trent Cuiava, owner of Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress, located in Park Hills, formerly Patsy's Furniture. I personally invite you to stop by and check out our showroom where we offer top brands such as Ashley, Smith Brothers, Fusion, Kimball Mattresses, and more. At Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress, you'll get free delivery and setup. Financing options are available. Stop by and see us. And find us on Facebook, Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress, where we turn your house into a home. The 9th Annual Mineral Area Bluegrass Festival is Saturday, October 7th at Leadwood City Park from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. See local bands, plus the Barry Jones family, Punch's family, Harmon and Rubel Bluegrass, and the Route 67 band. Then at 6 p.m., RFD-TV's Penny Gilly Show takes the stage, plus a tribute to the local police and fire departments and servicemen and women. Admission is $5, kids 12 and under are free. The 9th Annual Mineral Area Bluegrass Festival, Saturday, October 7th at Leadwood City Park. Shop local, buy local, save it's not every day you can save money. Oh, wait, you can. Hi, Jenny here from Big Deals. When you shop Big Deals, you'll save money every day on dozens of gift certificates from local businesses like these. Colton Steakhouse, Paw Fiction Pet Grooming, Charlie's Mowing Service, and Snow Removal, and the Oasis Christian Bookstore and Gifts. They're all part of our Big Deals. What is the difference between insurance companies? This is Jerry Weems with Weems Insurance Agency. Trying to determine the proper insurance coverage, we work with the top national and regional insurance companies to help you identify the right type of policy and the proper level of protection. Call me today at 573-701-9300 to see how our insurance solutions will give you peace of mind at an affordable price. 573-701-9300. To everyone who craves a rich and creamy hometown treat, let our team member Nevea tell you how we do it at Culver's. Every scoop of Culver's fresh frozen custard is made in small batches throughout the day. Because where we come from, the little things make a big difference. Like bringing back a seasonal favorite. Our salted caramel pumpkin concrete mixer and pumpkin spice shake are back for a limited time. Handcrafted with farm fresh dairy and real pureed pumpkin just for you. From, from Wisconsin, Wisconsin with, with love, love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. This is not headline news. Another one bust the dust. It's not called dust. dust. It's called. We call it the Daily Dust with just a light dusting of gossip. I'm Audra Kane for KFMO. Cher is being accused of kidnapping her son, Elijah Blue Allman. His estranged wife, Marie Angela King, says in a court filing that the couple were in a hotel room trying to reconcile when four men barged in and removed Elijah saying they'd been hired by Cher. Elijah was supposed to be in a treatment facility. He's battled substance issues for decades. The couple's divorce proceedings are scheduled to continue on Wednesday. Euphoria star Angus Cloud's overdose death was not a surprise to show creator Sam Levinson. He is a recovering addict himself and had to stage multiple interventions with Angus over his drug use. HBO footed the bill for treatment and Sam personally drove Angus from the set to rehab for his second stint. Mick Jagger isn't opposed to a Rolling Stones hologram tour. He points out that technology has advanced even since ABBA created their hologram concert. And don't even think about trying to hijack a Pink concert. She will end you. During her summer carnival tour stop in San Antonio, Pink was not in the mood. I went to... Oh, wow, you're making a whole point right now, aren't you? Are you going to be all right? You spent all this money to come here and do that? Come on, dude. Get this out of here. 
he came here tonight to talk about circumcision. I feel bad. I feel bad that he wasted his time tonight. After she was done playing with the guy, her security swiftly got him out of there and the show went on. The name of Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner's one-year-old daughter has been revealed. It's Delphine and Russell Brand is now asking fans for financial support. That's called karma, buddy. And that's the Daily Dust. I'm Audrey Kane for KFMO. Oh, what is that stench? Oh, Boogie, you smell terrible. Dogs can stink up the whole house when not properly groomed and bathed. Take them to Pawfection Pet Grooming where your fur child looks and smells pawfect. Oh, Boogie, have you been eating the trash? Make Pawfection Pet Grooming your first choice for all pet grooming needs. Give them a call today at 573-482-0163. Pawfection Pet Grooming in Park Hill. Stay tuned to KFMO because we have the Potosi School District Report coming up next. Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. Boo! What are you doing? I'm working on my ghost impression for this year's costume contest at the annual Lincoln Street Halloween Bash. Right, well, good luck with that. Be sure to mark your calendars for this year's Lincoln Street Halloween Bash, October 2nd, starting at 5 p.m. This is a free event for the entire community. Also, the first 200 kids to register will receive a free Halloween Bash t-shirt. Was I even a little bit convincing? You should keep practicing. Well, I have a better boo than that. How about boo? I don't know. I'll have to teach Dustin how to boo there. It's time for our Potosi School District Report. We want to welcome the superintendent of the district, Alex McCall, to our phone lines this morning. Superintendent, how are you today? Good, Mike. How are you? Well, I'm having fun practicing my boo. How about you? (laughs) I'll stay away from that. I might scare more people than I do good. (laughs) Stay away from that. I bet you'd be... You know, you could do like a, 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 what was his name? Oh, gosh. You know, Fred Gwynn did the Munster? Yeah, Lurch. I think that was his name. Maybe something like that. Well, you could do Lurch. I was thinking about Frankenstein, you know. <laughs> anyway, thanks for being with us today. We really appreciate uh, getting the opportunity to find out more about what's going on in the Potosi schools. And I understand uh, you have a very exciting announcement about uh, Mr. Kester. Yes, we did. We met, uh, Desi came down a couple of weeks ago. Um, on a Friday afternoon and had a surprise visit to our district um, with our student body during our Love Purple Live Gold Assembly. And what a better time to present uh, Mr. Kester with the uh, 2024 Missouri State Teacher of the Year Award uh, that he was chosen for. Uh, Quite an honor to have uh, Commissioner Van Dieven down, Representative McGurl, Representative Dinkins, and Senator Elaine Bannon there, plus our local school boards there and just a lot of people from the community that we were able to tell ahead of time um, really came out to uh, support that. And as if we talked about before, we have an amazing community. And uh, boy, as soon as that word started getting out, you know, it, it was like, you know, people just started uh, surrounding him with their uh, gratitude. And you hear the stories of the lives he's touched over the years. Um, it's, just, it's just amazing. Couldn't have asked for a, a better person to receive that award. And 
and, you know, he summed it up in, in, in his acceptance speech. You know, he said, this is a reflection, not just me. He says, I don't deserve this, which he will tell you. He's a very humble person, but he does 100%, not a more deserving person of that. But he also said it's a team around him. And I think that's important to always say anytime we get recognized for something, it's truly um, the team around us that makes that possible. But uh, we, we certainly uh, are, are proud of Mr. Kester, um, you know, one out of approximately 70,000 teachers chosen for that. And first one out of the central RPDC that they've ever had. So we're glad to get that recognition down here in the rural area and, and let them know we have great teachers down here in the mineral area as well. That is amazing. Um, and, I, you know, I don't think I've caught his first. What's his first name again? Uh, Greg Kester. Greg Kester. Well, congratulations to uh, Mr. Kester. That is something. Um, there was a little action, I understand, too, at your board meeting about uh, something to do with a bond. What happened there? Well, we, we um, you know, interest rates have gone up substantially, as, as you know, last couple of years. So our investments um, have been returning a higher yield. And as such, we're able to go ahead and pay down about three quarters of a million dollars on our 2019 uh, bond issue that we had. And what that'll do is that'll save us about $150,000 in interest over the period of that 10-year bond, um, but also lets us look at in the spring of uh 2024 running a no tax increase bond issue to uh, possibly, or I'm sorry, spring of 2025 uh, to build a uh, performing arts center that we've had our eye on for several years. And that looks like that's more and more going to come to, uh, it's going to happen. And uh, so we're excited about that. We're able to prepay some of those, save some money and and, and build those uh, uh, bond dollars back up for that program. So looking, looking forward to that. We're in the middle of our Potosi School District report here on KFMO. We're talking with Superintendent Alex McCall. Um, you know, talking about money and uh, payments and things just brought to mind something we discussed before the interview, and I could not believe what you told me. Uh, it's unbelievable that things can cost so much, but we talked about the cost of buying a bus, what it was compared to just a few years ago. How has that changed? Oh, it's, it, 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 it's a nightmare for budgeting, um, and, and probably I would say, you know, anybody in the commercial vehicle field, you know, so our local municipalities having to buy dump trucks and equipment. I've talked to a couple of them. I talked to the mayor of Potosi the other day. He told me what a backhoe was running compared to a few years ago. Um, so we had to purchase a midsize bus. You know, it's, it, it's not one of your, your short 21 passengers, and it's not one of your big 77, 80 passenger buses, but it's what we call our midsize. It's about a 40 passenger bus uh, with a handicapped uh, accessible bus. And about Five years ago, that bus ran about $60,000. Um, we received sealed bids on that, and the lowest bid on that that we accepted was $149,000. So that just goes to show you just one small thing, what, what they have gone up equipment-wise, um, and, and that seems to be everything. So we're very thankful the legislature fully funded transportation, you know, again this year, um, had that not happened, you know, we, we'd have to try and, and make some really old buses, you know, hold together. And, you know, we, we don't want those buses breaking down on the side of the roads. But um, buses have become very expensive, and the wait time on some of these can be up to 19 months. We're lucky there was a chassis available, so we're going to have ours uh, probably near the end of this school year. But just the cost of major items like that, buses, commercial vehicles, have just gone up substantially. That's unbelievable. Um, we have about time for uh, one more thing, and that's a one-way road that you wanted to mention, too. 
we do right for homecoming, which is Friday. We look forward to seeing everybody Friday for our, our homecoming parade. That's a huge thing we get from the community, huge support. We'll be doing an early release that day so all students can participate. Um, but behind our middle school, between our football field, we are making that road a one-way road permanently just for the safety of our kids. When you get two-way traffic, it was very dangerous. And so we're making that one way with parking on one side only. We'll be marking that and making those notations uh, pretty soon. But would like to welcome everybody to homecoming Friday night. St. Jen will bring up a, a pretty good football team up there, always a good team to play, uh, class, class act. So we look forward to playing them 